Freaks, welcome to another episode of the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast here in the Squatter Studios in the Colt of Ramble Ranch. I am your host, Whiskey J, and I know, I know we missed an episode, but we told you guys on the last episode there's gonna be some we do, some we don't. I got shit to do, but we thank you guys for tuning in. You guys could be going anywhere else, but you guys decided to come here to listen to boxing. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I was off of my prediction. Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford's fucking happening November 20th. We're gonna talk about Oscar Valdez is a uh, last fight. We're going to talk about Holyfield, 59 years old, game, getting his bell rung by former MMA fighter Beto Belfort. We're going to talk about the dark side of boxing in a bit. I'll give you my opinions, my take. But you guys know, you guys aren't gonna, just going to get my opinions and my take. You're going to get my co-host's take. And he's sitting here right now. He looks refreshed. He looks like a Puerto Rican tamale. He's the one and only beer in the motherfucking house. Beer in. <laughs> I never had a Puerto Rican tamale, but... I don't even think they make tamales. <laughs> I don't think so either. I think they make pasteles. <laughs> wow. Same shit. <laughs> what's going on, brother? What up, what up, man? So what's going on, man? We had people telling us, what the fuck, man? Where's their episode at? Yeah, where is my where is my episode exactly? Well, you guys are getting one right now. Exactly. I mean, I was going to do one by myself, and then B-Ray just walked in. I'm like, oh, you're yeah, ready. Yes, right I in time. Walked, I was actually in downtown L.A., um, I went to this place called F- Funk Pop. I think I, I hope I'm saying it right. It's a Funk Pop store. Funk Pop store. Ne- I've I've never heard of it. Never fucking heard of it. And then I went there and I'm like, holy shit, good fucking place. There you go. So, and I I went to go watch Shang Chi and I went to Lucille's to have dinner. How was that movie? Very quick, good, huh? I mean, I'll say this though: you and Danny hyped it up a lot. It's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's the best fucking movie I've ever seen from Marvel, but no, not the best, but. It's all right. I thought that was one of the best. I mean, it was all right. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say it was bad, but it was all right. It, it, it's up there. It's up there. I'm not going to mm-hmm. shit on it. It's a really good. It's a really good movie. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good... Funny. It's saying. a good entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good entertaining. It kind of reminded me of a... It, this is Marvel's version of a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> that That's what I, that's what I take from Shang-Chi. <laughs> it's kind of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type all of right. movie. But... uh. It's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, we got some stuff. So, yes. so let's get into it. The this was it. This past Saturday was the last. Well, we're doing this Sunday, so last two weeks ago, Thriller had a shit show. Oh, I want to talk about it. We didn't get a chance to do do an episode. No, so no. Thriller had a shit show, and it had the co-main event was Tito Ortiz, um, sitting congressman, sitting councilman for the city of Huntington Beach, versus former middleweight champion, maybe one of the greatest middleweight champs. In UFC history, Anderson the Spider Silva. Yeah. And then in the main event, you had 59-year-old former undisputed cruiserweight champ and three-time heavyweight champion of the world, Evander the Real Deal Holyfield versus Vito Verifold, former, I think, 
uh, light heavyweight champ. Yeah. Originally, Oscar De Hoya was supposed to be in there. Yeah, if you're living, on, living under a rock, De La Hoya tested positive for cocaine. I mean, COVID. COVID. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That cocaine. COVID. COVID. Gotcha. Gotcha. COVID. <laughs> Let me write that down. COVID. And he had to withdraw. Of course, the state of California didn't sanction this. Mm-hmm. So they went to Florida. Where else do you go to take a shit show like this? Florida. Shout out to all the Florida listeners. Florida can take. They love to take. Well, here's the funny thing. Did you know that Holyfield Belfort was not a sanctioned fight? It was an exhibition fight. But they sold it to the pay-per-view audience as a professional boxing match. This is new to me. Wow. This is news to me. Dan Raphael broke it uh, after the pay-per-view. Which I heard the pay-per-view did horribly in number-wise. I bet it did. Did horrible. And uh, so let's get to it. So Ortiz versus Anderson Silva only lasted less than 40 seconds. Ortiz got knocked the, knocked mm-hmm. the fuck out. Um, not surprised. No. Anderson no. Silva's second fight. He now has two wins, mm-hmm. one knockout in his professional boxing fight. And many people are now saying that maybe he should be the guy to fight Jake Paul. What's your take on that? <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Because as much as that Paul guy can be fucking annoying, in a way... He draws a bit money and attention. And this is would be a serious threat. This guy's yeah. an MMA fighter who has now had two professional fights. One against a former middleweight champion, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., the fuck of a boxing. <laughs> and he had a, a second fight against former uh, two-dime light heavyweight champ in MMA, Tito Ortiz. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good fight to make for Jake Paul. But I, can I say this? I saw the card. Yeah, I saw the card. To me, Thriller, and not just Thriller. I don't want to just blame Thriller for this. A lot of people are, but all right. No, well, Thriller <laughs> Thriller's kind of the one that showcased these fights. Yeah, But, okay, blame him, whatever. <laughs> but, let's be honest here. These fights are like car crashes. You hope they're okay. You hope no one got hurt, but you still want to see what happened. Am I kind of correct on this? No, you're, you fucking nailed it. I call them looky loose. Yeah. You know, they're the ones shit talking. They're like, fuck this traffic. Fuck all this. But they're the first person that wants to see why there's a the traffic. And they're hoping that no one got hurt and hoping everyone's okay. <laughs> this, what, this is what it was. Mm-hmm. And it didn't help that. For, and, and this is what I was, I was thinking about because I was thinking about what I was going to say in this episode if I was going to do it solo. The announced team. To me, these little fucking shows they're doing, it's like putting shit against the wall and then spraying for breeze, hoping it don't smell like shit. <laughs> this is what I think when Thriller and Showtime put these fights up and they try to put real boxing announcers to call these fights. Mm-hmm. It's like throwing shit against the wall and you know it smells like shit, but you're going to overspray it for breeze so it won't smell like shit. Because in, to me, the announcers are the for breeze and the fights are shit. <laughs> I mean, and that's the analogy I got. It's a very funny analogy. Thank you. <laughs> For, okay, to me, Thriller, this is the second event that Thriller has where they are okay with the announcers drinking. Probably smoking, too. Yeah. Or doing whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. To me, why don't you just hire YouTubers, podcasters, who are notorious drunks, notorious pot smokers, to call these fights? Why is there a need to have a Sean Porter... A Al Bernstein, a Jim Lampley, a whatever to call these fights. They're si- they're circus fights. They're not legit heavy. They're not legit 
uh, attraction. This isn't the number one versus the number two best fight in the world. This is douchebag number one versus douchebag number three <laughs> in, in, a, in a douchebag contest. This isn't the best fights. This isn't the best for in the best. So why sprinkle legitimacy to a circus fight? Because when you bring Sean Porter and you bring that one guy, was it Ray Flores? Mm-hmm. You yeah. bring guys like that. You're trying to legitimize this stupid shit, and it's not legitimate. Especially when you got Ray Flores getting drunk of fucking out of fifty cents of champagne. <laughs> Him and fifty. Fifty cent was an announcer. Fifty cents. I did see his uh, photo. Yeah. And he didn't even yeah, say. He barely said five words throughout the whole night. He's just watching. He was just a, fifty cent. All he did was advertise his new champagne, and got Ray Flores drunk off his champagne. And Sean Porter tried to at least have some type of seriousness and professionalism <laughs> in front of two, one guy who was just there just to sell his shit and another guy who was happy to drink free shit. It's almost like that's their lame-ass attempt to cover the bullshit that, we, that we're seeing. What I just say, it's like, it's th- like, you said, it's like throwing shit against the wall <laughs> and spraying Febreze hoping it don't smell like shit. It's their lame attempt. To oh if we if we have these like legit announcers they'll forget uh, you know how shitty this is no it's that doesn't work it, and the, no it doesn't work let's <laughs> <sighs> so get to the main event Evander Holyfield fifty nine years old hadn't fought in what 12, 13, 15 years yeah I would say stepped into the ring that's ridiculous B Ray I, I felt ashamed I, I mean I, I felt know. ashamed for the sport and, 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 and but let's be honest this isn't gonna kill the sport of boxing boxing's no, been alive no. for a hundred years it's not gonna kill no, it no but it was it but it was one of those moments where you go why why did they let this happen for the money why man? for the money for the money it's ridiculous it is I'm not gonna lie it I, is I I, I kind of felt like shit when I saw the video of how it went down he had no business being there sorry. No, he didn't. He didn't. He had no business being there. And then, and for Vito Belfort to celebrate like he just knocked out Anthony Joshua. Exactly. He made it seem like he knocked out the heavyweight champion, heavyweight of, the champion of the world. <laughs> um, I, I said, I think I said this. I, I said this before. I say it again. Boxing is the only sport that you can become. You can you can literally crack into, and be considered a professional fighter. It's hard. It, you can't say that Jake Paul can become a pitcher for the, the L.A. Dodgers. Jake Paul cannot start in the NBA playoffs as a as a starting lineup for the LA Lakers. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul is not going to be the quarterback for the LA Rams. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul isn't going to be playing in the NHL. <laughs> but Jake Paul can main event a pay-per-view and get a boxer's license. Boxing is the only place for for some reason you can get a license. As long as you meet the criteria, and even if you don't, you could still step into the ring as long as you, as long as you label it a exhibition fight. It feels like you can get a license with one click away. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> why is it? Why is it that you don't see these celebrities going into MMA? Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Why don't why besides don't CM that? Punk, which we saw what happened when yeah. you put someone that doesn't do it that long, you saw what happened. Mm-hmm. But in boxing, you could be a boxer. Me and you could go right now to the city of Whittier and probably get a, 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 a be a licensed combat sports fighter. Me and you could start our own promotion company. You know that you can you can you if you apply, you pay the fees and you fill out the proper paperwork. Mean you can get a temporary promoter's license. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boxing is the only sport that that is able to be done. Yeah, that is sad. 
That is that's why I said this episode we're going to talk about the dark side of boxing. Yes. This is the dark side of boxing. It, it is. That that's the reason why you're seeing these circus fights. That's why I consider it car crashes. You hope everyone's okay. You hope no one got hurt, but you want to see what happened. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on. We hope look what happened to Vanderhoven. Thank God that the referee had the right mindset to stop that fight. I don't care how much a Holyfield complained. You're 59 years old. Your mind was telling you yes, but your your body language said otherwise, sir. Yeah. And he didn't get hurt. No, no, that's the thing too. Yeah, thankfully he did not get badly so hurt. You know, he still, you know, he was still able to walk out of the ring, right? Did not be, you know, not being the stretcher, nothing, anything, no, you know, brain injury, not, not that I heard of anything. He, he's fine, but still, yes, this could have been worse. This could be a lot worse. Now imagine if it was worse. How bad this would happen? I'm telling you, these circus fights. It's an, I think the the the. This is going to end until someone gets seriously injured doing this. And guess what? They picked the wrong sport to do because in this sport, yeah. one punch can end it all. I mean... I, Hopefully no one's got hurt, but it, no. if the Holyfield taught us fight, the Holyfield fight taught us anything, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. No, that's very true. I think just uh, a couple weeks ago, I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I think it was a couple weeks ago, right? There was a female boxer who recently in Toronto died. who died. Toronto yeah. man, I saw the video how she went down, and it wasn't. It's it, this is why we. I, I feel like this. This you don't play boxing. You don't. You don't exactly. You don't play boxing. That fight should have been whatever sanction or it just it should have not take place ever. But again, the so the dark side of boxing. Mm-hmm. Me and you can get a, a temporary boxer's license, a promoter's license. Me and you can get. Mean you can be sanctioned by the state to fight either a professional or an exhibition, exhibition fight. Execution. What does yeah. that tell? Execution. But what does that tell you about this sport? You don't see you. You weren't going to the state of California going. I want to be a pitcher for the L.A. Dodgers. <laughs> I want to be quarterback for the L.A. Rams. <laughs> you know, I want to be the center for the L.A. Lakers. You don't see that. I want to be in the NHL. <laughs> I want to. I want to fight, fucking. Uh, I want to fight John Jones for the light heavyweight championship. You don't see that. No. But boxing, you can become a professional boxer. It's like they give it out like candy. They just give out that license like candy. Really, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. You're right. It's something I feel like you can't just get it just easily just by calling it, just for by calling it. I don't think these should be. It shouldn't be that way. It should not be fucking that way. And that's what's going on right now in boxing, dude. And that to me was this the, the that Saturday's thriller fight. Mm-hmm. It was a shit show. Again, it was shit thrown into the wall. It was breezed to make it smell good, but we all know it was shit. <laughs> it was shit. It really was. It really was. And this, this is something that I feel like. A lot. I think a lot of fans are going to turn away from that from this network. Like, who knows? Maybe, but well, you know, well, you know, there's another reason why they might turn away from this network. Why? When you're putting Teofimo Lofer versus Cambrose on a fucking Monday night. You know what? I've been meaning to ask you, like, hey, uh, what the hell do you think on a month? I can't remember the last time they ever put a fight, any fight, big fight on a fuck, and even like a caliber like that, like a Lopez fight, right? On a Monday, what the fuck is that? I have no clue. I get it. Sunday, it's, uh, I kind of get it, right? Sunday's fine, right? But on a Monday, that that threw me off a little bit. I thought that was like a typo. Maybe I thought somebody fucked up right there. 
but they kept reposting and reposting and saying, nope, it's on a Monday. You're going against Monday Night Football. Yeah, football's back. Yes, you're going against Monday Night Raw. Raw. (laughs) You're going against whatever premium television show is on a Monday. This isn't a great builder for Tiafimo Lopez. No, to hang his head on and say, "Oh, I made a vent today." This is, isn't it? Made a vent trailer on a Monday. I would have been cool with the Sunday. That's what I said. Yeah, Sunday would have been okay. A Monday though. Like I'm Friday, gonna watch, you know. Yeah, but I'm, I've never heard, especially a, a caliber fight, an anticipated fight like this to happen on a Monday. Never, never, never heard of never it. Heard of it. Um, I don't know. Maybe Thurley just wants to get out of the way. I mean, they already gave the money. That could be it. Just get it, be, just the, get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way. You postponed it twice. Finished this shit already. But that just shows you the inexperience of selling these fights. Mm-hmm. That to me right now showing to me what's showing uh, that that network trailer man that's they're start, they're starting off really bad they're starting off really bad because they obviously they made it seem like you know right we're serious about this we're we're gonna be one of those big networks for boxing but right now it's it's not looking good for them oh hell no it's not it's not it uh, to me to yeah I agree with you to me it's not I think the they they messed not messed yeah they messed up but no they messed, messed up. And who knows when they're going to get uh, a very good, decent, or a pretty big fight now. The Paul brothers so far right now are, you know, they're working with, what, Showtime, right? Yeah. Both of them, they're right now with Showtime. So they lost them. Because I think that's how they started off with them, right? They started off basically with them. I could be wrong, but they, they were the They started ones. off with Jake. Yeah. And, of course, they saw big numbers with Jake. Mm-hmm. They started off with Tyson. Tyson was the first one. Tyson, you're and right. But you're Tyson right, said right. that he didn't like the way they conduct them business. And he goes, fuck them. I'm going to start my own shit. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen Tyson back since then. No. Jake was with them, but I'm assuming the deal that Showtime gave him was more lucrative and more to his to his favor yeah. than what Thriller was offering. And because he jumped ship right away, this wasn't even about loyalty mm-hmm. or about money make. Well, money, yeah, but Showtime offered the bigger, better deal. Exactly. So what does that tell you? Thriller has the funds, but I don't think they know what to do with it. They don't. And they don't. And especially when the, your reputation's about having announcers high and, <laughs> and, and drunk, drunk and and putting on fights with a 59-year-old man, the reputation, right now, you don't think of Thriller as a network for young stars, mm-hmm. even though Michael the Bounty Hunter premiere did his fight there on a Friday night. Yeah, I, think, I think it was a Thursday night yeah. on a, at the Hulu Theater in New York, but it, is, you know, it wasn't showcased like that. It's more people, like I said, people. When you think of Thriller, you think of these circus fights. You don't think of Michael the Bounty Hunter. You don't think of Tiafimo Lopez fighting yeah. on a Monday on October. No, it's October, October fourth for what, for the Lopez fight. October fourth on a Monday. Yeah, you don't hear that. Thriller doesn't know what to do. Thriller to me is not right now at the same level with the Zone, no. ESPN, a Fox, a Showtime. Thriller is kind of like a. I think I'm gonna steal this from Jim Cornette. A backyard mud show boxing. <laughs> a, a backyard boxing mud show. That's what it is. You know, Jim Cornish is wrestling. Yeah, know, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Mud show. <laughs> That's what that is. Ugh, horrible. All right, so let's move on to the next one. So last Saturday night, Oscar Valdez fought. He defended his title. B-Rev, we gave our opinions about the drug testing. He won by decision. People felt it was controversial. All three judges had a unanimous decision. Two judges, two judges, two judges had a 115-112 one judge had it 117, 110 mm-hmm. in favor, Oscar Valdez, who retained his WBC La Junior lightweight belt. Many people felt he should have lost I've or it should have been a draw. Yeah. I'm one of those people that thought it was a draw. I thought uh, 
Valdez did Valdez did enough, but not enough to win it. I thought the guy did enough, but not enough to win it. I think it has merited a draw, possibly a rematch, but it didn't happen. The judge who scored it 117-110 has later on said they regret putting that score like that. It was maybe a little bit closer than the that originally was done. Again, incompetency. This sounds like another, sadly, another typical bad fucking day of boxing. I'm telling where, you, where, dark where side judges, of boxing. Yeah. Where the judges, for some reason, fucked up. Hometown. I fucking hate. Hometown maybe, cooking. Maybe, yeah. That might be it. Let me throw an idea at you. So what you think of this? Boxing. Boxing gets a black eye all the time. And from the... If, boxing doesn't seem like it gets embarrassed by anything. Let me throw this idea at you. How would you like... The, again, the same rules. Same set of... Um, bo- uh, unified boxing rules apply. Mm-hmm. But the judges we pick... We... Seclude them... From reporters, we seclude them from watching the internet, from being on social media, for the whole for fight week. You don't read any articles, you don't hear no podcast, mm-hmm. you don't hear anything. You're just in your room, watch 24 hours by the commission, and come fight night, you're not ringside. They're gonna send you to a room where all there's gonna be is a table, your your form to score the fight, and a TV that's on mute, and you're gonna watch the fight. With no fan interaction. And you're going to score the fight like that. And after the fight, the round's over. The TV shuts off because you won't see the replays. You won't see copy box. You put, you submit your scores. Right there. I feel that you would get the be- the big- the better calls on boxing. Because I think boxing is subjective nowadays. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to scoring. People yeah. like certain styles. People are... People like certain boxers. The certain judges are swayed by the announcers, by podcasters, by social media. They're mm. more like, oh, well, they, they, you know, this, this fighter deserves to win even before the fight even starts. This judge scored a 117 110. That means this judge filled the scorecard even before the fight started. Yeah. <laughs> 115 112 was the, as, as far as I can say, was the closest score mm. that you can get in either favor of the guy. And maybe yeah. once one guy having it a, a draw, one having it a tie. Mm. But what do you think of secluding them for a week, putting them in an empty room separately with only a TV monitor with the with with the sound off? No crowd cheering, no mm-hmm. none of the you watch what's on the TV and you score your fight. I think that's going to help them uh, judge the fight even a bit more because sometimes I always hear sometimes like uh, the judges were like not all of them of course, but some would judge the fight, you know, with with the ears, not with their eyes. They, you know, they go with, they react with what the fans are, you know, what, what the fans are reacting to. Even to a punch that, you know, didn't really land. I think that does help. I think we did something like that before where we just watch a fight and we just, you know, no sound, no nothing. I think it was the Triple G Canelo fight, the second one. I could be wrong. I think you're probably right. And I, I, I did feel like that was a bit better. That was a really bit better. You didn't hear no reaction to the crowd, no nothing. You, you just saw two guys, no sound, no nothing. And you saw... You just saw the fight, and you just saw who won that round, who took over. I think that helps a little bit. I kind of like that idea. Especially, yeah, they're just in a room, no sound. You're just watching them fight, and you judge it. I think that's the way it should go. Mm-hmm. The way the way it should be, I'm sorry. Yeah. But 
We'll see what happens. But of course, I guess some, some sometimes I hear like well, it's a little different when to judge a fight on TV than in person. I've heard something that that before. Well, different. we're not gonna. We're never gonna know if it's never done. Why can't we do it? Mm-hmm. You have open scoring. It's never been done, but apparently it's it's done in Texas. Yeah. Uh, done in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do it? You know, why can't we seclude them? Put them in a room. Yeah. No crowd reaction. No no hearing other people chant. Nope. Score the card. I bet you you're gonna get a different scorecard, mm-hmm. a more pure scorecard than what you're getting right now. For one judge, one judge would be like, you know, what? I think one seventeen, one ten was a little bit far. I kind of made a mistake there. That you in boxing, the win lose are more important nowadays. Before you mm. could have had a record of fourteen losses and still be considered a top level yeah. opponent. Yep, nowadays, yep. one loss fucks you up. It derails you. You're, you're considered washed up in one loss. Sadly, yeah. Come on, man. To some eyes in the boxing world, yeah. So I want to touch on this real quick. Um, this kind of goes into the analogy I said that, you know, um, car crashes. <laughs> you hope everyone's okay. Hope no one got hurt, but you want to see it. I'm gonna see it. So on the other card of the Oscar Valdez fight, um, there was a guy, a fighter named Gabriel Flores Jr., and he was fighting. I'm trying to look for the fucking comment. This um, YouTuber, this, uh, yeah, it's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. Not YouTuber. Is um, oh my gosh, I forgot the kid's name. He's an he's an Instagrammer. He's very vocal, um, about stuff, and he posted. There you go. I found it. He posted a video of Gabriel Flores. Mm-hmm. So Gabriel Flores uh, was fighting a 10-rounder. And the poor kid was losing every round. Uh-huh. He was getting... By mid-round, he was taking a beating. This kid's like 23, 24 years old. This isn't a world title fight. This isn't a title eliminator. He's not fighting a legend to you know build his career. This is just another fight to lead to that in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking a beating, B-Ray. I saw the fight. He's taking, a, he's getting the shit beat out of him. Like, bad. Like, his eyes are swollen. His mm-hmm. nose is busted. This kid, 23 years old, maybe 24, taking a beating. The round ends, and he barely survived. Like, he was about to get knocked out. Saved by the bell. He, again, he was about to get knocked out. His body language shows he's a done. Ref should have stopped it. Ref didn't do it. So the round ends. Goes to the corner. And the dad's telling him, son, that's it. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Kid's like, no, dad, give me another round. Give me another round. And the dad's like telling him, no, you're not listening to me. You're getting hit with unnecessary shots. It's done. Timothy Bradley, Andre Ward, what's that other, um, the, the Bernardo Osuna, okay, huh? are saying, this fight should be stopped. This kid's taking unnecessary punishment. This isn't a world title fight. Well, there's no need for this kid to take a punishment. So the kid's pleading with his dad, don't stop the fight. Let me go out there. And the, the 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 they do the ticking to get him back out, and I'm thinking the fight is not the fight. No, the dad sends him out there again. He sends him out there to take three more, two more rounds of a beatdown. The ref didn't stop the fight. The dad didn't stop the fight. The dad finally decided to throw in the towel with only five seconds left in the mm-hmm. final round, because his son was taking a beatdown. Yeah. Now I would get it if this kid was a one punch knockout artist. But this kid didn't have that one punch knocking artist. I get it in boxing. There's uh there's stories of you're you know you're down on the card, you're taking a beat down, and you score this miraculously knockout. Like Gotti. What the fuck, man? But this kid isn't Gotti. Mm-hmm. There's only one Gotti. Yeah. You only know one. This kid wasn't Gotti. He went out there to take two more rounds of a beatdown. 
And at the end, he lost by decision. Unnecessary punishment. Again, not a world title fight. Yeah, not a title eliminator. Not, yeah. He wasn't fighting a legend. He was just, he was just fighting another guy to build his record. Mm-hmm. And this Instagrammer, he put, this is the definition of heart and the heart of a fighter. He fought to the end. This kid will forever have my respect. I'm sorry, but respect doesn't pay the bills. This kid to me took at least one or two years off his fucking career. Unnecessary punishment. His dad should have stopped it. His dad was incompetent. His team was incompetent. I don't care how talented this kid was, but he's losing every single round. He hasn't even shown you a glimpse they can hurt this guy. Stop the fight. You live to fight another day. Instead, you cause this kid to take unnecessary damage, shorten his career up, and for what? So he can get this Instagrammer to be... He has my undefining... For my, my my undying respect, respect don't pay the medical bills, man. Uh, I was about to say that, that that's that's nice and all right, nice compliment, but it doesn't pay the bills. So when the way so when this kid when this guy finally retires and he asks for people's support, bitches are like, well, you know, you're dumbass. You should you should have done something with your money better. When the medical bills start piling up because you know when he took unnecessary punishment, guess mm-hmm. what? He got everyone's respect though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Again, this is the dark side of boxing. Yeah. We, we, it's a car crash. We hope they're okay. We hope no one got hurt, but we still want to see it. This kid at 25 years old took a beatdown. Unnecessary beatdown. It should have been, it should have been stopped at the moment the sign that but, he was done. But again, this shows the tribalism and subjective of boxing is that mm-hmm. this kid rather be glorified as a blood and guts warrior than a smart fighter. I think he didn't want he didn't want the fight to be stuck because they would have considered him a quitter. That's not a quitter, man. That's not a quitter. That is not a quitter. That is to not me, a I think why wouldn't you do that? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm losing. I haven't made a dent. I'm not gonna make a dent. Mm-hmm. This guy's hurting me with every shot. Exactly. Be calling a night. Like you said, this wasn't a world title fight, or it's just we don't want it to you know you know diminish it, saying like it didn't mean anything, but. It was just another fight. For the punishment you took, it didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything. You shortened your career up mm-hmm. for for a, for what? For what? You didn't. You weren't gonna get a shot just after another this. record. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it was, was not just gonna lead to anything. It really. wasn't gonna lead to anything. No. So what was the point? You lived to fight another day. You learned from what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. But what pisses me off? Instead of someone going, you know what? Yeah, the kid has balls. The kid has fight in him. But this was unnecessary punishment, man. Instead, people are glorifying this kid's actions, mm-hmm. which is dangerous because sometimes you gotta fight. A, you have to. You have to defend the fighter from himself. Yeah. So this kid's mentality is gonna be like, nah, fuck it, eh? fuck, I got balls. Uh, yeah, the kid balls and harking it only get you so far, bro. Mm-hmm. I've had not read anybody yet say, "Damn, yeah, he has hard, he has, but he shouldn't have taken that punishment." This is this is where. The trainer should be held responsible. I have not heard nobody say that. Instead, they're glorifying this kid's quote-unquote heart. They're glorifying this kid's beatdown. Again, I don't want to be a downer here. That's why yeah, I said yeah. this episode was the dark side of the fucking yeah, boxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the dark side of yeah. boxing. You glorify a guy who took a beatdown, but you shit fighters that box. They don't take punishment. They show you the sweet science. Which just explains right there why you get, you didn't see guys like Floyd Mayweather 
putting his whole body. Or Andre Ward. Andre Ward. Exactly. Why didn't put themselves in that fucking position? Because they fucking knew that that's not it's not fucking. Look at Roy. Roy got Roy Jones got criticized so much. But he only got the respect when he started getting knocked knocked the fuck out. And yeah. he, he kept going because man, he has hard. He still goes after getting knocked. Wait, wait, where were you? Where were you when Roy Jones was dominating the fucking nineties for mm-hmm. a decade? Yep. Mr. Untouchable. Exactly. You criticized him for that, for being Mr. Untouchable. Now he's getting knocked out. Yo, he Roy Jones has heart, cabron. We glorify stupidity and blood and guts, and we shit on people who are just too good enough that they can't even get they can't even get spanked. <laughs> I don't want to be a downer tonight, but it, I had this piled in me. You know, no, I I I I hate um, hearing people like that, like that type of attitude where they feel like, no, man, you got to show how much balls you have and everything. Like that that does piss me off too. Trust me, I've had people like that at work before. Where I used to work at at the gro- at a grocery store, hey, people had that type of fucking attitude. Like they feel like, no man, you gotta show how how ballsy you are. You know, you gotta show some huevos for what? I go, for what? What is that gonna give you? You're already ballsy. You're stepping in the ring. Exactly. Not, not, I again, you don't see a lot of people doing that. It's no, easy, don't. but you don't see a lot of people doing no, exa- it. Exactly. But I, I, that's when I kind of learned, Jesus, for some reason, that's what they glorify. That's what they love fucking seeing. They just they just come, they come, they cream in their fucking pants when they see something like that. And when you see guys like, yeah, Roy Jones, Andre Ward, guys like Floyd Mayweather, right? Just to name a couple, right? They, nah, no, fuck that. They, that. That ain't shit. You're a pussy. You're not a man to take punishment. <laughs> Or unless you're Mexican and you don't take punishment, you're considered one of the best fighters in the world. Like Canelo. Exactly. Canelo don't take punishment, baby. <laughs> hey, he has Corazon. I'm like, well, he hasn't really taken... I would, name one time Canelo's taken punishment. Not really. The only closest thing was the Triple G fight. That's it. Besides that. But all right. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, get, I don't mean to be a downer for No, I but get I, you, man. <laughs> I had that already built in me. Like, oh, I got to fucking say this out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I felt that was stupid. Oh, he has my undefining... He has my, my, my undying respect. You don't fuck. pay the fucking bills, Pulton. Fuck you. Who are you? And I don't even, I don't want to mention him because he's a, he's a drama, he's a, he, I'll just say it, he's a drama queen on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He's like a, pro, he's like a prominent fucking Instagram boxing, pod, bo, boxing, boxing Instagrammer, but he's full of drama. I know if I would have said this, it would have got to his ears. I don't want to say it. Oh yeah, totally. But oh. um, my next, next piece of news, this guy, he says he ain't fucking around. He's coming back. He's coming back. He ain't going to spend two years not fighting. He's coming back. Um, you might know his voice. Let me play this for you. For the last fight, I was off over. Over two years, I ain't doing that shit again. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if I got a fight on the zone. Y'all better quit playing. Adrian Broner said he ain't got to stop playing with him. He ain't going to take two years off. He wants to fight. And if that means he got to go to the zone, he's going to go to the zone. The reason I bring her up, bring this up, B-Rick, is one, you're, you know, you're founder of the Adrian Broner fan club. Fuck that guy. And secondly, when you talked about how Conor Ben won against Adrian Granados, and he said that he wants to fight Adrian Broner. He wants to bring Broner mm-hmm. to the UK. He feels he'll he'll beat Broner. Broner now coming out saying, fuck it, I'll fight, even if it means going to the zone. I'm not spending two years not fighting. Now, I know I've said this before. I said it again. He looks serious about this. He doesn't look like he's been smoking. Doesn't look like he's been drinking. I Most likely he is fucking, but he's not drinking or smoking. That's <laughs> at least two out of three. Uh-huh. At this stage, Broner can't afford setbacks. Do you think this is the last gasp of the three division champ, former champ, AB? 
I think he's had so many less gas. You think? Honestly, he's had so many of these. So I guess I, I guess this is another fucking attempt to get back in the game. But he's had so many chances already. You think so? No, I know so. The fucker has so many chances. So you don't give a shit on this one? I really don't. So if it, if it happens, good for him. Good for him. But, he, but the, the fact that he has no training, that he has no fight coming up, but he, I, he's been... He hasn't. People have been posting him on the, in the gym, training, but there's no fight set. Like, he's actually running, training, keeping mm-hmm. himself in fight shape. Is that any... The, the old AB would have just been like, how long do I got? Eight weeks? Fuck it. I'm going to go party it up. I got a couple weeks before I go to training camp. He has no he has no scheduled fight as far as we know. Mm-hmm. But he's right now running. He's training right now in Cincinnati. He, from from what I'm hearing, from what I've read, from what I've seen from other people um, talking to him, he's not fucking around like he used to. He's not, he's not a fucking about. He's actually just staying home with his girl, mm-hmm. taking care of his kids. He ain't about fucking around no more. Like, the old AB mm-hmm. was out city to city spending fucking money, getting in trouble. It's been a while since we've heard AB get in trouble. Yeah, it's been. It's and it, it has been a minute since I've seen AB train, and he's not posting about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's probably people posting that he's out running. He's out there in training camps, training, you know, keeping them, keeping himself busy, hoping to get a fight. So that's mm-hmm. why I keep saying, like, this may be... The last, like, to me, the real, real last gas of Adrian Boner, because, I mean, he's, what, 33, 34? Yeah, 30, 30, 32, 33. How I'm many good say. fights does he have left in him? He ain't going to get a fucking main, main event fight anymore. No, he's not. He's going to have to fight guys like Conor Ben. He's, especially to make, uh, still continue to make a living? Yeah. To make a living and to at least be considered to fight guys like Broner. I mean, fight Thurman. Thurman, yeah. Rematch Porter. Danny Garcia fights. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to get those fights immediately. He no. has to... Fight guys like Conor Ben, have to fight guys like Virgil Ortiz, or like if he wants to really, you know, really want to start moving up, yeah, he he needs those type of like opponents. Really. He needs a build. He but needs to build a record to get does. to the main event five. But I have a feeling like it's it's coming a little too late for him. You That's think so? I feel. To me, I feel like it's coming a little too late for him to probably for him to, if this is really the case for him to looking as like, oh well, I saw the bullshit now. I'm such an idiot. I really want to take it seriously. I feel like it came a little late. You really want to? You really say that in boxing? You've you've seen fighters that that have decided to give up the bullshit, mm-hmm. and they've had a great second half of their career. Yeah, Duran was the was the notorious guy who would lose a couple mm-hmm. fights embarrassingly. Come back and win a couple fights, and people love them for yeah. it. No, true, true. But I'm I'm just getting that vibe from him for right now. Who knows? That fucker might prove me wrong. He might, he might, he fucking might. But right now, I see it as like it's a little coming a little too late, a little fucking late. He can maybe make a little tiny impact. It might, it might be well, it might be like uh, what was that one guy um that uh Russell Crowe played? Oh, uh, James James Braddock. He could be Braddock, dude. Remember, Braddock was losing a losing streak. People gave up on him, and I know where he came back and bounced back. Broner could be Cincinnati's James Braddock. Yeah, but then I heard of he wasn't like fucking around. <laughs> he wasn't fucking around and, and all that shit. This is true. <laughs> this, this is true. So, him, oh yeah, he had a good chance of a comeback. And it was a nice comeback for him. So you, you don't think that Broner has a, a comeback in him? I don't think so. Really? I really don't think so. I, I don't. 
And again, he might prove me fucking wrong. That'll be a nice story for him. That'll be a nice story for him to you know to say that to, towards the end. You know what? He did something very very well. He might. But right now, I don't see that. I don't. It's a little. It's coming a little too late. Too little too late for him. And and the, the, and the crazy thing, we're saying this like Broner's forty five or something. Yeah, Broner's right? thirty two. <laughs> that's the crazy thing. That's like, exactly. That, then and that's the even I'm saying that too. Like it's kind of crazy. He's not in his forties. No, he's still pretty young. But I'm just for something about him. The vibe I'm getting is a little too late. It's a little too late for Broner. I'll stick around. I'll I'll stick and. I'll stick around and yeah. see. Hopefully, he oh, of course, you do it. that. You do that. But <laughs> I feel like it's a little late for him. All right, let's go to the next topic. All right, B-Rate. So you remember uh, last year, the beginning of the year, when Ryan Garcia fought Luke Campbell? Yes. You remember when he knocked he knocked uh, knocked out Luke Campbell with the body shot? You remember after he won, he went on this media blitz challenging Tank Davis. He'll take him out in two rounds. He'll take him out in two rounds. He went on Mike Tyson hot box yep. and talk about him. I'll fuck him up. You know, all this two rounds, two rounds. He kept saying number two. He kept pointing the two sign. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Do you do you remember that other time where he knew somebody, the knew somebody, the knew somebody, the knew somebody, the knew Pacquiao's assistant? <laughs> who when I say assistant, it was the guy who walked Pacquiao's dog's assistant, <laughs> who knew somebody close to Pacquiao, <laughs> who heard that maybe he might want to fight Ryan. Yeah. And it got word back to him. So Ryan uh, immediately started going on another media blitz talking about he's going to fight Pacquiao next. Yeah. You remember he, that one? Yeah. And he did it like an artwork. Yeah. You know? And remember he said Tank Who? Yep. Yeah. You remember that, right? I totally remember that. Okay. I'm just making sure because I don't know if there was some type of, if there was something wrong <laughs> that maybe I imagined everything here. <laughs> so I'm just, okay. No, and it's, then, it's on. It's on the internet. Yeah. Okay, and you, and you also remember that he pulled out of a fight due to mental issues. Yep. But then he's on social media talking shit. Yep. So that means it's fair game to make fun of him back, right? Even though he has mental issues. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Much, yeah. Again, yep. I. Yep. I'm trying to make sure that I'm not the only one imagining this shit here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because I think Ryan assumes that people forgot the shit he did. <laughs> funny because this guy this fucker he is he's actually known for going on social media right and doing all this shit right talking smack and everything so for for him to act or for real like literally think like oh no one remembers this shit online this shit exists well i'm saying this because ranger went on instagram live which he later on deleted (laughs) and said that tank doesn't want to fight him yep that Mayweather promotions don't want to make this fight because they're scared he's going to beat Tank. Because of Floyd's comments, it's not going to happen, he said. But Leonard be had something else to say about that. But let me play the audio first. Oh, okay, okay, so I got good, the audio good. of Mr. Ryan Garcia, Mr. <laughs> I hope everyone forgot what I did a year and a half ago. Oh, we still remember. So here he is. He beat Davis. I do. Um, but he's not going to fight anybody... Outside of Mayweather promotions is what Floyd said. So you guys got to stop commenting that Chavante is just never going to fight. I don't think anybody that you really want him to fight. So let's just let's just kill that right now. Floyd, Floyd gave that away. Uh, doesn't want to fight. Never did want to fight anybody tough. But it's just not in his nature, I guess. So he, so he claims, he still claims he'll beat Davis. He's basically now... Hooking on to Mayweather's comments after the Barrios fight, where Mayweather goes, "We're not gonna fuck with nobody unless uh-huh. they're Mayweather promotions." Yep. Which 
let's be honest, many promoters have said that before. But when the with the right money, it usually happens. Of course. So Ryan's saying that he's also saying that they never really wanted to fight him. That they've known that they never that that he's never fought anybody tough. Even though, in my opinion, Tank is more respected by the boxing community, and no one and no one's questioning Tank's ability mm-hmm. more than they, they question Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia has more questions than answers in, in the boxing world than Tank. We know what Tank's about. Mm-hmm. We know what Tank brings to the table. Yeah. We still question Ryan at this moment. Mm-hmm. So again, we're in the same thing. We're in the same. Because I'm trying to make sure. Because I'm I'm thinking that Ryan thinks everyone forgot about that. No. <laughs> okay. You so, remember. So Leonard Ailey be put at Ryan Garcia. This is not true, brah. LOL. For real. You know damn well what time of day it is. So please stop fronting for the fans. You damn well know we tried to make the fight and your promoter said you had other plans. Don't have me pull the documents out and expose it. Stop playing. 100. <laughs> B-Ray. <laughs> Leonard Ailey has receipts. Uh-huh. Yeah. That show that they went, they called out Ryan Garcia, and mm-hmm. Ryan had other plans. Do you mean those other plans were where he thought he had a fictional fight with Manny Pacquiao? <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind when I read that. Uh, I read the comment. I go, You're, "You mean the exactly? You mean the the dream fight that he's been wanting to have? Do you mean the fight that he booked and then pulled out of <laughs> due to mental issues? Yep. Do you mean those plans? Mm-hmm. Yeah." Yeah, those, apparently those were the plans. That's the impression I got. Yep. Those were the plans. What other plans? Yeah. Ryan Garcia, again, has more questions than answers. Yes, he beat Luke Campbell. Yes, he proved yeah, us that, good for he, him. that, he, that he, he's in that level. Mm-hmm. But since then, what has he done? Nothing. Tank, on the other hand, has moved up in weight. And regardless of regardless of this guy being a not a legit champion of the division, the guy was a bigger. Mm-hmm. And considered to be a stronger man. Yep. And Tank blew this guy out. What has Ryan done so far since then? Ryan is hanging his hat on one fight. He's, that was like that was January, I believe January third. I mean, yeah, look at Luke Campbell. Ryan's hanging his hat on one fight. Mm-hmm. Tank has proven his abilities numerous times already. Yep. There is no question on Tank's abilities. There is mm-hmm. no question the level he's in. There is questions on Ryan's level. Yep. So for Ryan to do this, you liked to me. It makes seem like to me that was the joke I made right now. Ryan's making it seem like everyone forgot about everything he did. The calling out <laughs> Tang, saying number two, two, two. Yep. And then pulling out for a dream fight that never happened—a fictional fight. Yeah. And since then, you haven't done shit. Like you said, he's still hanging his head on that uh, fight against Campbell. Since then, his let me let me say this real quick. So since then, Ryan Garcia hung his hat on Luke Campbell. He said that Devin Haney is nobody because he hasn't defeated anybody in the top ten lightweight lightweight division. Devin Haney has then since beat Lenares, who was in the top ten list. Mm-hmm. He then said that Tank needs him more than he needs Tank because Tank doesn't draw numbers. Tank has since gone. Two pay-per-view fights two in a row and has gone up. The pay-per-view numbers have gone up from the flash fight. And he has sold out both areas he's been mm-hmm. in for those pay-per-view attractions. While Ryan, on the other hand, has done nothing since January 3rd. 
Nothing. And it's hung his hat on one fight. Yeah. Again, I'm making sure because I'm, I'm trying to make sure because I'm thinking, I'm trying to make sure I'm not, I'm not the only one imagining this thing. No, so man. this really happened? This actually happened. Okay, just making sure because Ryan Garcia Ryan Garcia making it seem like nothing, none of this happened. Because <laughs> Ryan lives in this fucking world where every, see, this is what happened on today's, today's youth. They think if they delete it, it never happened. No, no exactly. That, that's what makes me laugh because especially coming from him, He's on social media. So he knows how this shit works. <laughs> he knows what exists. I'll say this right now. Lay off the drugs, Ryan. For real. And by the way, that was January 2nd, so my bad. So it, was, it hasn't fought since January 2nd. Been a year? It's been almost, almost, almost a year. It's almost coming up a year, exactly. The, November 2nd? No, January 2nd. Oh. His fight, yeah. Ryan Garcia fought. 2020 or 20? Uh, of this year. Oh, 2020. No, 2020, 2021. Oh, shit. He fought. The, oh, damn. He did fight this year, huh? He fought this year, but okay. again, he hasn't done since then. That's how again that that's how quick we forgot. Boxing's about not what you've done, but you've done lately. And he could and he could have had a late, you know, uh, a fight lately. He could have fought Fortuna. That's something else he could have bragged about if he fought the you know fought and, and won. Mental issues. Yeah, mental issues. Okay, sure. And <laughs> <laughs> what to the next topic? We got two more topics. We're almost done. Yeah, okay. Canelo Alvarez, B raid. Um, Michael Benson reports that Mike uh, Canelo Alvarez and KLO plan. Is going to be on Showtime pay-per-view instead of Fox pay-per-view. It is known that the PBC is deal with Fox is about to expire. Fox does have the option to extend it for the year. This is according to Michael Carpenter, who mm-hmm. Michael Benson is retweeting. It is going to be on Showtime pay-per-view. Are you surprised? Not surprised? What's your thoughts on uh, this? A little bit because, of course, they announced it on the uh, PBC on Fox pay-per-view. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised. Like, oh, Showtime got it then. Oh, okay. To me, it makes sense to have it on Showtime. It, it kind of does. I mean, I want to hear Morrow. So, yeah. Plus, Showtime has the more experience in the big name fights. Yes. 30 years in the business. Mm-hmm. You don't want to drop the ball in this type of situation, especially when it comes down to a Canelo-level fight. Yeah. So, it makes sense. Makes and sense. especially especially if you're trying to keep Canelo... Right. You kind of want to roll the red carpet, <laughs> and Canelo's familiar in how Showtime operates. Yeah, I was about to say he's 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 fought on Showtime before. He's so you want to kind of keep him kind of comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's not familiar how show, um, how Fox works, mm-hmm. but he's familiar how Showtime works. Mm-hmm. He's familiar with those people, so it's more it to me it makes more sense to put it on Showtime because you keep Canelo comfortable, you keep Canelo familiar to things, yeah. and you roll out the red carpet to show him look this is what the PBC has done since you've left mm-hmm. all these years ago. So in case you want to come mm-hmm. back and fight Benavides right? or Charlo, Charlo. Yeah. or rematch Kayla Plant, you know how we work opposed to that shit show over there called The Zone. This is how <laughs> this is how this is how the big boys run. Yeah. This this is this is how this is how men run. This is what the big boys play. This is what the big boys play, and that's what the zone does. To me, this makes more sense. Yeah, you know what? It does again because PBC Fox was announcing it, so I was like, oh, Showtime's gonna take. I'm not complaining. But wow, I said, I'm, that's good. I'm glad. Glad too. We'll see what I hope they do the all access. You're right, since uh, Showtime's taking it, all access. Yes. <laughs> three episodes of Showtime, all access. Yep, at least two. Yeah, two or three. Two, three, three. And then an epilogue. Yep. Ooh, oof. Can't wait for that. Now, I'm excited. Oh, me too, me excited. too, man. So we're getting to the main event. B Ray, it was wrong. I was about to say, I am so glad you're wrong on that, Nelson Thomas. <laughs> I am so happy so, you're so wrong. So far, my prediction for 2021 has been... I have one, had one wrong. 
I was right about Canelo. You're right about Canelo. I was completely wrong about Terrence Crawford, Sean Porter. Yep. The AJM was announced. Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford, November 6th, ESPN pay-per-view. November 20th, I believe. 20th, my bad. Yes. Uh-huh. ESPN pay-per-view. Bob Barham was able to convince mm-hmm. ESPN to bake this fight. It is reported yep. that Sean Porter will make $4 million to Terrence Crawford's $6 million. So this is a $10 million fight, which means that Bob Barham was able to sell ESPN on a $10 million fight. Exactly. <laughs> Even though Bob said he couldn't sell Sean Porter to ESPN, he could sell uh, other fighters, but he couldn't sell this fight. He got it done. Yeah, well, look at him now. <laughs> now he's selling this. You want to know the reason why I think he sold this? Why is that, by the way? <laughs> Bob Arum, this year, lost a purse bid to Thriller. Yes, he did. Oh, he lost. Big time. Yep. Teofimo Lopez against Cambrosa. We all just said it earlier. Yep. He's fighting on a Monday, October 4th, on Thriller. Teofimo Lopez is a top-ranked saint fighter mm-hmm. who Bob Barron, for some reason, allowed to be out, was allowed to be outbidded by a rogue <laughs> boxing, wannabe boxing uh, channel called Thriller. Yeah, yeah. This purse bid between Sean Porter and Terrence Crawford, Bob couldn't afford to be outbid again. Oh, oh. And he was going to be outbid. Yep, yep. Crawford could have gone to the zone yep. because even, even <laughs> Eddie Hearn said he was going to put his money in there. And Fox was going to put their money in there. Yep. It would have been embarrassing for a guy like Bob Arum to be outbid in one year. Again. Again. <laughs> And a guy of Bob Arum's stature cannot afford to be embarrassed, to made to look ridiculous. So he told Fox and his own, you get the fuck out of here. That's what he told him. Am I right? That's what Bob Arum told him. That's, that's basically, I had, that had to be his attitude like that, yeah. That's what he told him. He told him, hey. You get the fuck out of here. I am not I cannot be afford to made to look ridiculous. It's true. It's really true because I did tell you like, oh no, no, Al Heyman has to get this. He's definitely gonna have he's gotta get this one. But no, Al, Al I'm sorry, Al Heyman. Bob Aaron literally had to say that. Oh no, I am not gonna get outbid this shit. No, you know what? I take it back. I'm gonna sell this. I'm gonna sell this fight. And he's doing it. He's finally fucking doing it. And I'm so happy for this. I really do. And everyone's saying this. Everyone's saying these fights coming up now in the next few weeks, man. This is going to be great. This is for sure going to make up of the bullshit that we had of the summer that we had. Because there were some fights that were canceled of the summer of 2021. So this is going to make it up. This I hope I hope it goes very well. I hope neither of them, you know, whatever, get injured, anything, get COVID. I really do hope they make it till November 20th. Healthy. Ready for this big welterweight fight. Really cannot wait for this fight. That was the fight that had to happen next for Crawford. Especially right now. Especially expenses right now. Out in the game a little bit. Crawford, he has he has to have this fight. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. He just has to have this fight. So I, I, I'm very happy to hear the announcement. I, I just can't fucking wait. So I got uh, exclusive footage of Bob Aram here. She threw it all away just to make me look ridiculous. And a man in my position can't afford to be made to look ridiculous. Now you get the hell out of here. And if that Kumbar tries to 
Garage any rough stuff, you tell them I ain't no band leader. Yeah. I heard that story. <laughs> so that was Bob Barham telling the WBO to tell the zone to tell Fox to get the hell out of here. They would he could not have afford to be the made look ridiculous. So what do you think? Sean Porter Crawford. To me, this is a great fight. It's gonna be it's different. It's yeah. epic. It, it's it's gonna step be, up fight for Porter. It's gonna be one of I the mean, best for, fights. For Crawford. For, for Crawford. It's gonna be one of the best fights. Now let me put out the the other headline here. He said too. Give me a sec, let me pull this uh-huh. mother crock around. He said uh, Terrence Crawford on Fighting Porter I'm excited to get one of those guys from PBC to be able to silence my doubters he's aware of what's happening here I'm assuming Crawford's aware the 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 questions we have the doubt we have of fighting this fight yep like come, like I don't now I'm not gonna sit here and say that Crawford's not the best Crawford's not that good he's good he's really good we haven't seen him against that elite fight Porter's an elite fighter mm-hmm. Porter's in the top five yep to me, this fight is interesting, and, and as close as we get, we'll we'll break down the fight. But I'm gonna leave you guys with this: this is a tough, this is a tougher fight that people are want to give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Yes, Crawford is good. We've seen it. We 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 did the eye test. He's good. Mm-hmm. How good is he? Because if you compare Sean Porter's diet of fighters, Ugas, Thurman, Danny, Spence, compare Crawford's diet. Crawford Crawford has not fought an elite has not fought at the elite level. No. In a while. When you're eating a couple noodles and Chef Boyardee and Porter's out there eating prime ribeye steaks. Lobster. Lobsters. <laughs> flaming young. He's used to a good healthy diet. No, no I'm not saying healthy, but he's, uh, he's used to the menu. Yeah. Different than Crawford. He's enjoying that. Yep. I think this fight's a little bit tougher than people want to give it credit for. And I think if Crawford pulls this off, all credit to him. We've said it on the show before. All credit to him, All credit to this kid if he's able to pull this off. And do it impressively. Because let's be honest, no one has single-handedly beat Crawford convincingly. Each fight Crawford is in, each fight Porter is in, it is a rough and tough fight. Yes, Spence won. Yes, Thurman won. But they had to earn those wins. Yeah, really did. It wasn't like it was a one-sided beatdown. No, no. It was like, oh, shit, okay, he, he, he won by maybe two rounds, three rounds. Like, no one's actually ever convincingly beat Porter. No. Or beat this guy down. Even t- Besides I, Kel Brook. Kel but, Brook was the only one that was able to push it. But even Kel Brook had a hard time. He had a hard time, too. Yeah. I think even Spence, uh, Spence I think he kind of admitted saying, like, when they asked him, would you find him again? He goes, yeah, but... Not the same style <laughs> like last time. He goes, I fight him differently. And, and that's the thing about Porter. Porter mm-hmm. doesn't fight you the same way he fought the other guy. Nope. Porter Taylor makes his style to frustrate your style. Yep. Th- that's the crazy thing about Porter. So, Lady Jimmy, going into this fight, this fight is interesting. And I can't wait. And I think you're right. This makes up for the fuck the, for the, for the, the summer flop we had. Yeah. This fight makes it up. It really does make it up. Hopefully, no one gets COVID. Hopefully, we got like no said, setbacks. Yeah. Nobody, nothing. But this fight makes up for, for the for the summer flop. Mm-hmm. They th- these next couple fights we got Joshua fighting this weekend, coming up. Oh, that's right. Yes. Which we'll do a Thursday prediction. Yes, we yeah. Yep. We got Fury Wilder coming up, which you know we'll break that down. Fuck yeah. Canelo's fighting soon. Mm-hmm. Um, October we got what a couple other fights, no? Uh, yeah, but um, I remember who. 
But we got it's gonna be a, the, from from here to December. It's gonna be a good amount of fights. Mm-hmm. I believe so. I think we're gonna for end sure. 2021 pretty good in boxing. I, I, I know. For, no, if I hope there's so, yes. no setbacks. Yep. No setbacks. About it. But uh, maybe that's about it. That's all I, is there mm-hmm. any other topics you got in hand? Uh, no. That's pretty much it. I want to say. Yeah, I think that's it. There you go. I think we hit them all. Ladies and man, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Oh, yeah, I sure did. I did too. I'm glad we're back. Oh, yes. I'll say this right now, and I'll, uh, and I'll say this for the B-Ray. This past week, I did podcasts on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And Friday, mm-hmm. I did not feel them. I wasn't passionate about doing them. I kind of went with the motion, and I apologize. I already I did the apology already. <laughs> this is the only episode I just did right now where I had fun, and I was looking forward to doing this episode. Nice. And no disrespect, and then people are like, oh damn, that's fucked up. No disrespect. <laughs> Luckily, I have great co-hosts. Oh, definitely. <laughs> they were able to carry the show when I was not feeling good. Yeah. And I'll give them a shout out right now. Shout out to Escalante. Shout out to Mr. Lou. Shout out to TTB Chubbs. Shout out to Beer who took who took who uh, was able to sub in for us last week, this past week. Yes. Yeah. And sub in to Penny. For sure. These are the guys that were able to carry me this whole week, this mm-hmm. whole past week. Because I wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. So, Biri, thank you very much. Because I know oh. you helped us out on Geek and Geek Out. Oh, man. You're very welcome. I and had again, fun that day. And I, again, thank TGB Chubbs. Mm-hmm. Thank Escaleto. Thank Mr. Lou and Penny. Because they carried the show this past week. Oh, yeah. Also, thank you to, to Chris from the Kickback Podcast. Because he also carried me. Because I was a guest on his show. And I wasn't feeling it. Uh, I wasn't yeah. feeling good. Mm-hmm. So, I thank him because he carried my ass through that one hour mm-hmm. episode. So, I thank you guys. That's the only time it's going to happen. I was going. I've been busy. I was mm-hmm. tired. I've learned my lesson. But other than that, folks, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. You guys can go anywhere else, but you guys choose to come and listen to us. We thank you for that. Mm-hmm. We thank you for that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, JMB Ray Boxing That's Podcast. Right. Don't forget to follow B Ray on B Ray 89. Get some fu- boxing, wrestling, and fuckery. <laughs> or if you're Puerto Rican, some pastelitos. <laughs> exactly. B is not Puerto Rican. <laughs> He's wearing the Puerto Rican flags. <laughs> He's wearing the Puerto Rican flag. No, this is Captain America's shirt, all right? Don't get confused with the Puerto Rican it's flag. It's a Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> B-Ray now is starting to wear a shirt that says Felix Trinidad for president. He's Puerto Rican. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back this Thursday. I promise you, this Thursday we're back. Prediction. Yes. Jasa Usyk. Yes. We're going to start doing the homework starting tonight. Yes. <laughs> we're doing homework. Exactly. No, the listeners don't want to hear you saying you didn't do your homework, B. You no, I am. No, I am watching this. Yo, no, right. I am doing my homework on this. We're watching it. Don't forget to give us five-star rating. Help with visibility. Go to the Linktree account. Get yourself up. It's, it's starting to get cold. Get your hoodie. Yep. Get your JMB. We still have our summer merch out for right now, I guess. Yeah, I extended it. Extended it for another. I think I extended it until the end of September. All right, then get it right before it ends, guys. Get yeah, your so summer merch. Get summer merch for next year so you can wear it for next year. Exactly. <laughs> or if you want to wear it around the house, whatever. Yeah. But we, yeah, we extended the summer tank tops until the end of this uh, month, September. Mm-hmm. Other than I got nothing else to say. You got anything? That's it. Thank you. Just want to say thank you to you know to downloading this episode. Cannot wait to do this again on Thursday, right, for the predictions. So thank you. I just want to say. And if you guys have your own predictions. That's right. Yep. Go download the Anchor app. Mm-hmm. Click voice messages and give us your prediction. Who you got? What mm-hmm. round? Usyk or Chasha? Who you got? Yeah. And if you and if you guys don't want to, you don't want your voices to be heard, go on Instagram, DM us, mm-hmm. DM us any topics you guys want as well too. Anything exactly? Ask us any questions. We'll definitely answer them on the show. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.